Welcome to the Living Intentionally podcast. I'm Renee Ledford, certified life coach and founder of Ladies Living Intentionally. This month, our theme is going to be Loving Intentionally. So we'll be discussing, you know, what does that look like practically? And we're going to be sharing best practices, tips, and hopefully you'll receive some gems that will help you to love intentionally as well. That being said, I'd like to introduce my first guest to the show. Anthony Ledford is the most loyal man that I know, an avid protector and provider for his family. And he just so happens to be my husband of 15 years. Anthony, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me, Renee. <laughs> so let's take the people back with it, with regards to, you know, what helped us in our past, what helped us in our, what's, happen- what's helping us now in our present and our future. So as we're looking back, you know, what, during the first stages of our relationship, what, what are some of the things that you feel were foundational for our relationship? Like just to give um, our listeners a bit of perspective, anybody that might be in the early stages of their relationship, something that they can benefit from this as well. Um, one of the things back then, 15 years ago, is that we had a friendship. So we were friends before we actually started dating. Um, we weren't even what we say looking at each other at a level as to say I want to date her or you want to date me we were just simply friends just trying to build a friendship we were getting along we were hanging out um so the basis of our foundation back then was just a solid friendship where we're able to build trust between one another and just that open communication that line of open communication for sure I, I agree with that 110%. Um, both of us, too, our personalities were pretty honest and straightforward. I believe that that was a really, really important thing. Well, I know for me personally, um, honesty is everything. Uh, so being honest and transparent, uh, the ability for us to be vulnerable with one another as well. You know, you can tell that story if you want to, but, you know, our first date and what our conversation kind of looked like was <laughs> it was it was it was you know it was out there it was out there we weren't trying to impress each other that's for sure yeah so um i was living in whitby renee was living in mississauga so it was kelsey's and she came she drove up to whitby um i was living in whitby we went out uh, to eat i think that was our first date we went out to eat and we sat down and we're eating and i just told Renee straight this is my this is my current situation right now I told her I don't make a six-figure income I told her that the job I'm currently in now is not the greatest job I told her my credit right now is damaged um, because I have debt and I'm trying to pay off my debt and I'm trying to fix my credit so I told her if she's looking for somebody that's making six figures I'm looking for somebody that has is driving this big nice car this big expensive car then i said to her i don't have those things right now so those are some of the things i can't give you right now however if you want to continue to build our friendship and see where it goes then I, I said to her then i'm all about it yep it's the truth that is the truth now and the thing is i know you know we're talking this was probably like 16 17 years ago now but in today's climate i mean you know, men, I don't even think they could feel comfortable to have that conversation with any girl that they're talking to, uh, just because, you know, this, the standards have 
changed. And, you know, I, I, we won't, that's a discussion for another day. But, um, you know, at that point, it, it wasn't so much of a focus on where, where he was at. It was where he was going. And I knew a bit more about, well, he had also shared with me, you know, um, a bit about, you know, what he was coming from as well. There were some challenges that had come up at that time that, um, you know, I was willing to work through because I understood at that point the potential. And I don't mean blind potential, meaning I couldn't see. I could actually see his efforts. So I'm not I'm not encouraging people to just go and be with somebody that, you know, they're just hoping and wishing and praying that he's going to get off the couch one day. There were actions to back up the fact that he was willing to do what it took to, um, to take care of a family. Okay, so... Um, was there anything else? So we had the friendship. Um, anything else at the beginning of our relationship that you think was... Oh, I, I can think of one. So neither one of us come from family backgrounds that are or were ideal. Um, and because of, because of that, you know, our, our experiences of witnessing, you know, families or marriages period well for me I'll speak for myself specifically but um, it wasn't healthy and I knew that that wasn't something that I wanted for my relationship so it was really important for me to establish what those expectations would be one of my first conversations with anybody with regards to you know getting into a relationship with them I made it very crystal clear what my expectations were uh, with regards to respecting me my personal body like, Obviously, you know, things like domestic violence, that was never a consideration for me. You know, one hand on me and that would be it. Even, you know, go so far as to speak to me out of place or call me out of my name. And that for me was an instant deal breaker. So um, establishing those things right at the beginning, I, I, I believe made a huge difference for us as well. So nobody was shocked. Nobody would be surprised. It was, we were very forthright in our communication early on. Anything you want to add to that? No, nope. we pretty much covered it. No. Um, and then with, for, I, I guess we could move up to the present then. So what are things that, oh, forgot. So going back to our past, at the beginning of our relationship, we attended a marriage seminar and that was critical for us. Uh, we because we hadn't seen uh, what healthy marriages had looked like at that point we wanted to gather as much resources as we could just to learn how to interact what a healthy marriage looked like what communication looked like and um, so it was the guy that writes five love languages what's his name oh Gary Chapman mm -hmm. so it was Gary Chapman was holding a seminar and we attended that it was called towards a growing marriage and that was life-changing for us it opened up a whole new perspective where we started to implement things like check-ins. So even to this day, so this can bring us to our present. Uh, it, we may not do it as frequently as we used to then, but it was checking in. So whether with regards to whichever large, you know, big decisions we were making at the time, it was checking in to see, you know, how do you feel about that? Even if we were going somewhere, you know, how do you feel about that and scaling it? Um, so that was another another thing to get the resources that you need 
if your relationship isn't looking the way you want to and take the time to actually implement the, those strategies. Anything else? Um, I think another thing we're doing, we were feeding our relationship with the right food, knowing that what we want our relationship to look like in the future. So for an example, if we wanted a relationship where we wanted open communication, we would work on it now. We wouldn't wait until down the line to work on something that's most important. We need to work on something now for a good foundation. Yep, for sure. Very true. So um, another thing that obviously was foundational for us, we're both born-again Christians. In fact, our relationship began at church. That's where we met. We were both on uh, some of the same ministries, one of them being dance. And um, so for us, prayer was, was, was literally the foundation of our relationship. Prayer regularly, regularly, fasting regularly, and really seeking God and his grace to teach us and lead us in every aspect of our relationship. So there was that. Um, so now coming up to the present, you know, what are some of the things that we do now that are, are shaping our relationship. You know, we've come a long way since those early days. We now have two children. We, uh, <laughs> we have real responsibilities, not to say we didn't then, we did. But, um, you know, we're talking mortgage now and everything else that goes along with, with life during this stage. I think uh, right now, I think check-in is still important, even if you could do it once a week or once every two weeks, um, just to do a check-in to see how each one of you guys are doing mentally, emotionally, are you drained? Um, like Renee said earlier, you scale it on a one to 10, how are you feeling for the week? One to 10, one being you're just low, you're tired, 10, you're good. And just do a check-in just to maintain that level of open communication between one another. Oh, for sure. For sure. Um, after the birth of our second child, I think one of the one of the greatest challenges for me, well, not even just then, but it's always been, is asking for help. So you know, Tony would come home from work, and I'd be miserable, like miserable, answering him short, and he's just like, "What is your problem?" And honestly, at that point in time, I didn't I didn't even know what my problem was. So, so with regards to uh, communication like that's where the check-in really it was really important because I had to take the time to just stop and, and ask myself like what is my problem like why am I why am I being so miserable but the fact was I was exhausted I was exhausted but I wasn't asking for help so um, you know those times that you can put aside even if it's not a lot of time it doesn't need to be but just you know how are you feeling and literally like scale that on a one to ten because we'll be like oh I'm okay but what does okay really mean or I'm good like what what is I'm good so let's qualify it another thing for us with regards to the present well past and present and into the future we made a decision early in our relationship to 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 make the decision to love each other every day so that's one of our sayings like we may not say it every every day anymore but the sentiment is always the same we literally say you know I love you today and it's on purpose because we realize that 
every day we are choosing to be in relationship with one another. Every day we're choosing to love one another, support one another, regardless of the ups and downs and the challenges that come our way, and they do come. Um, but it's just being um, intentional and loving, literally. I think one thing that uh, Renee said was was key is choosing. So you, you have to make the decision and discipline to choose to want to love the other person, want to commit to the other person, um, want to put in the effort and the time. And some days, you know, your spouse or the person's going to get on your nerves because Renee yep. gets on my nerves. I get Absolutely. on her nerves, but in the midst of her getting on my nerves and I want to drop kick her sometimes, yeah. um, I still choose to push forward and wanting to love her and wanting to be, continue to build our marriage because we're still discovering new things about each other every day because we're both still growing every day. Oh, for sure. And I mean, that's something that I believe to be so true is you could never really know a person because we're always evolving. We're always learning. We're always growing. So, you know, this is why making that intentional decision to love the person as they evolve is so important it's critical and I, I think that so the next generation coming up I think this is something that's really key don't expect to find your person and that person be perfect like you have to be willing to grow with this person and invest in this person as they invest in you so and then like looking to the future now so now we're considered midlife, you know, we were, we were young and had tons of energy when we first met and now we're midlife. We're, you know, we're doing pretty well. I can't say I, we are happily married, praise the Lord. Like, thank God it really is his grace that has kept us this far. But for us moving forward, you know, can you think of anything that, you know, we probably need to pay attention to at this point? or something that things something that we could change or improve going forward uh, I think one thing is um, just our personal goals our goals as a family just to check in to see if we're still in alignment with it if we've come out of alignment what do we do to get back in alignment so we're pushing towards those goals goals and we're not just coasting we're not like okay we have, we're married have a house have kids we're good now um, mm -hmm. still tapping into God to find out, God, is there still more you want us to do? Have, have you accomplished everything in our lives? If not, what direction should we, we be going? And if we're out of alignment, realign ourselves. Mm, funny you should mention that. If, that's another thing that we've done from the beginning of our relationship too. We have always written out goals. So yeah, our goals and what I would add to that is... Um, we do have family worship time, but I do feel like we we could up our game spiritually in our house with our kids as they get older, and especially because we're not at a physical church, that um, them being able to see us operate, you know, they've never really witnessed us operate in ministry. They have a little bit for you, but they've never seen me really operate in ministry because they were too young. So um, even with what we're doing with this podcast and sharing with the world uh, i think that that's kind of what of what we're where we're at right now and how that will help us build in the future continue to encourage each other in our ministries and next steps yeah yeah anything else that you'd like to add for the people no that's about it um 
One timbit I want to reiterate and really press on is some of you may be married and you're listening to this and some of you may not be married, maybe single in a relationship. Friendship in a relationship is crucial. It is really, really important. I can't stress that enough that you have to be friends with the person that you want to marry or the person you want to build a future with. Because if you don't have the friendship, I'm telling you, it makes it very difficult down the line to communicate with that person, to trust that person because you don't have that solid foundation. And then when you go through those circumstances, situations, and it hits you guys hard because you don't have that friendship, it makes it very difficult for you guys both to move forward together. For sure. Well, that wraps up this first session. I hope that you were able to get some gems out of that and uh, implement it in your life. And I'd like to hear from you. Feel free to find me on all social media platforms, Renee Ledford, Ladies Living Intentionally, and we can chat. I'd love to hear your feedback and hopefully you'll tune in again for our next episode of Living Intentionally. Thank you. Take care and have a great week.